0: Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined today by Brian Engel, who heads up the Retail Cyber Intelligence Sharing Center in the U.S. Brian, tell us a little bit about the R6. I always have a hard time pronouncing that. And it is a U.S. organization, but there are plans to work more globally.
1: Yes, uh, we're based in the U.S. from an operations perspective. but We have members that are participating that are multinational, uh, with you know, operations across the globe. But the threat that we're seeing is definitely not divided by boundaries of, of borders or even oceans. So, uh, you know, we, we definitely see that the operations of US-based uh, entities are affected by the same threats as those that are operating overseas.
0: Yeah, that's a good point that you make. You and I were talking earlier about the fact that retail organizations here in the UK often have ties to the US and the same types of attacks that we're seeing or have seen in the US for quite some time have actually been taking place here for that amount of time as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We're not seeing uh, certain threats go away on a quick basis and they just continue to have uh, prolonged life and um, for the fact that yeah, they're not uh, going in waves across different geographies or continents. They're pretty consistently attacking at all corners of the globe.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the formation of the Retail Cyber Intelligence Sharing Center. So you're working closely with the Financial Services Information Sharing and Analysis Center in the U.S. Are you also doing work with the FSISAC based here in the UK?
1: Our work with them is again you know sort of centered around the type of information, the type of threats that we're seeing, and the consistency of best practices that are successful in thwarting those threats. So, you know, as far as their expansion across the globe, I think that you know, what we can see in our relationship and partnership with them doesn't uh, necessarily get limited by the fact that we are operating in the U.S. and their primary operations are in the U.S. We're also working with other information sharing and analysis centers and other sharing organizations too. As a member of the National Council of ISACs, we are definitely you know seeing a lot of the same types of threats across healthcare, aviation, and um, you know to a degree the automotive industry is going to have a different set of threats but we'll probably see a lot of commonalities as that uh, sharing organization starts up as well
0: so in the financial services space sharing has been going on for quite some time but it's only been in the last four years that it's really become more of an automated and formulated process In the retail space, it's a little bit newer. I'm just going from memory here, but in the wake of the Target breach, it really seems like there was a push to get retailers involved in information sharing. How has information sharing on the retail side evolved in the last 12 to 18 months?
1: Well, so first going from something that in the 2014 timeframe didn't have any degree of formality to it outside of relationships of individuals to the place that we are today, where it's a much more programmatic exchange of information. Not all automated, but at the same time, systemic. It's, it's things that are being ingrained in processes, it's analysts being purposed towards this sharing of information that's helpful into the industry itself, but the individual organizations. So what we've seen in the past year and a half, essentially, is many organizations learning how that their sharing can be increased um, at the same time as how to utilize the information that they're receiving and as the facilitator of the exchange of that information and uh, you know, with the r being able to add a degree of, of analysis, insight, cultivation and curation to the information being shared, helping to uh, draw prioritization around the information that is coming forth from individual organizations. And, as we spoke about today in the session, trying to see the trends and the types of things that are not uh, based on attacks solely against individual organizations, but things that are happening in multiple organizations at the same time.
0: Right, because it's not just one type of attack that's attacking retail and another type of attack that's attacking financial or even healthcare, they're the same types of attacks across the board.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're definitely seeing a uh, an organized element of criminal behavior that is able to leverage. Uh, common infrastructure and tools and tool sets being used by organizations and uh, you know, the common vulnerabilities that exist in those and then the common ability to exploit those being aggregated into uh, an organizational delivery that's occurring and uh, able to uh, escalate the number of uh, organizations that can be attacked concurrently And somewhat arbitrarily by industry type, much of it driven by financial instruments, but information in general being uh, exfiltrated from organizations, whether it's healthcare, uh, retail, financial services. And that's just happening with an organization and a, a capability that is really staggering in some
0: sense. So you're the executive director of the R6 in the US, and of course, as you mentioned, you're working to help expand more globally. What types of hurdles have you had to jump to get retailers on board with sharing more information?
1: Well, so everyone has a, a lack of resources. You know, No one will claim to have enough people on task for everything that they need to do in a cybersecurity program. So uh, when the consideration is around sharing, most are looking at it as how to push information out rather than necessarily the, the amount of information that you can receive in and how that can help put a spotlight on the right things uh, and, the, and the right focus that you would have to uh, react, react and respond to. So the biggest thing is kind of getting folks to understand that this is an enabler and something that can somewhat buy time back rather than just be time spent. When someone looks at a cybersecurity program and says, look, we we don't have enough people to really do all of the things that we would need to do. We're working off of a risk-based approach as it is. We're focusing on priorities. Sharing information isn't a priority for us. You gotta look at it in the sense of uh, a receive and a send. And when folks see that they can be participating in something that helps bring the information that they're lacking as much as being able to contribute, and being able to then see what the insights that that brings, uh, the types of solutions that can be formulated when done in a a collaborative sense, the effectiveness of those solutions then can be escalated. And I think that the the biggest change that we've probably seen is the understanding that it's not a subscription to a threat feed that's giving more information when you're under a deluge of information already. It's the type of thing that can really bring focus and prioritization to the information that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, and that's a great point because I think everyone's a little bit reluctant to release information because they don't want to make themselves vulnerable to their competitors, so it's a different way of thinking about threat intelligence.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and and the degree of being able to share and and leverage a platform, and not just a technology, but the enablement through uh, the analysts and the people that the r employs to be able to help facilitate that. So it doesn't always have to be with attribution. It can certainly be questions asked with a degree of anonymity so that you can gather information, uh, thinking in terms of uh, in the middle of a cybersecurity incident, it's, it's a critical time to, to be getting information from the outside world and to be able to ask certain questions, understand whether attacker behaviors are being uh, observed in other organizations during a time when you're kind of back down in the war room uh, is a tremendous benefit and to be able to leverage an organization purposed around helping to facilitate that degree of sharing versus uh, trying to gather that information independently is a, is a huge benefit
0: information sharing is something that we've talked so much about over the last three years, and it even kind of got to the point that it seemed like every time I was talking to people, they were bringing up information sharing. But it's not something that's going away. I mean, I'm hearing about information sharing all the time. If you and I were to have this conversation a year from now, how would you say information sharing will have or should have evolved by then?
1: Well, one of the things that I hope that we can do, and I'm not sure if a year is going to be enough time, but uh, we're seeing everything escalating on a, on, a, on a large scale as far as time frames go, it would be our ability to really see the enablement organization to organization is one thing, but the, to enable this type of information to be shared industry to industry, between and backward and forward to government, uh, I, I think would be a, a, a tremendous benefit. Uh, to somewhat remove some of the silos of industries, not just the silos of organizations, would mm-hmm. help us a great deal. A year might be a bit aggressive, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, uh, efforts to, to help enable the type of information sharing that we're able to do inside of an industry to go very broadly, other industries, other aspects of industries, as well as to just increase the amount of organizations that can participate, uh, that, that see their ability to, to benefit as much as to just uh, you know provide, a, and not just to read sort of a corporate give back stage, but to really see the benefit of participation um, the more growth in the space of sharing the more uh, information that's available to be shared and the more information that we have hopefully and again by adding the right analysis to the equation being able to draw the right priorities out of that information sharing and help information uh, help organizations focus on the information most valuable it would be just a, a huge benefit to all
0: yeah well hopefully it will happen maybe in the next two years if not the next year sure sure Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. Again, we've just heard from Brian Engel, who is the Executive Director of the Retail Cyber Intelligence Sharing Center for Information Security Media Group. I'm Tracy Kitten.